Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroyed Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chin. And Mark, where are we today? Today we're in the land of shorts and thongs. Shorts and thongs, Mark. Yeah, and we're not talking about Queensland, not Brizzy. No, where are we? We're in Darwin. We're in Darwin today. Are we really in Darwin? No, no, we're not in Darwin. But <laughs> but our esteemed guest is, and it's Dante St. James. How are you doing, Dante? Brought to you by the magic of the NBN, which apparently we all have up here, but it doesn't seem to do much work for us. Wow, that's that's amazing. I was just looking at the notes and uh, everyone in, in everyone in Darwin's got NBN. And well, I, just about all, just about all. That's uh, it's so scarce here in Melbourne. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I'm so mean, jealous. Yeah, I'm sm- I think they felt sorry for us um, because we haven't got anything else. <laughs> so basically, you know, growing up in Darwin, you need to be have access to fast internet so you can play some gaming. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so speaking of what nothing to do, you've got you've got plenty to do, don't you? Hmm. Yeah, I really found a gap in the market here with um, my my agency called Clickstarter, and um, it was set up specifically to to help out small businesses in the Darwin region, I guess, to get access to those kind of services that only the big agencies offer, or only the let, let's put an underline there, only the big expensive agencies offer. Okay, interesting. So you you didn't start off. Uh, you, you're not from Darwin then. Not originally, but I've been here four times now, so they, they kind of count me as a quasi-local or, or on-again, off-again local. I, I go away, learn some stuff, come back, apply it to the job that I'm doing here, uh, go away again, learn some more stuff, come back again. And this time I took six years to come back. But when I did come back, well, I came back and, and really planted something. Okay, awesome. Um, tell us about Clickstarter, if you would. Yeah, Clickstarter was born out of, um, I came out of a a commercial media background, so working with um, large radio and TV networks. And with that background, it meant that I could see all the processes they use to basically use smoke and mirrors to get small businesses apart with lots of money in regional areas that wasn't necessarily helpful for those businesses, Mm -hmm. but was very helpful for monthly targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So big city agency thinking. Yeah, very much so. And then I thought, well, there's a way to to scale this down, at least to one market that I know really, really well and a market that I know really, really needs it that's that's only got a few major players here who are major in Darwin terms, I suppose, but uh, major players here who who have 90% of the market, um, but completely ignore the bottom end of the market. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I think it's such a great idea to talk to you because I'm a big believer of, you know, commerce and business, right? And when there's people, there will be business. Business will be will be done, you know. And it we done at a different in a different flavor, different style. You know what works in the big smoke won't work in uh, well in the top end, will it? Yeah, that's true. And, and sometimes it's the attitude that comes with it. That, that people up here are they're a little bit different than what they are in, in Melbourne, in Sydney, even in Brisbane or Perth. Uh, the, the pace of life is a lot slower. But the population exchange every year is about sixteen percent. So you've got new new business coming into your market every year at the rate of 16% of everybody who lives here mm-hmm. goes away and changes over to a new lot. Yeah. So as a small business, you really can't afford to not have some method of promotion or advertising or marketing because you're missing that 16% every year. And that's a big chunk of people. Yeah. 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 And what, what would your go-to, um, your go-to sort of concept for marketing for, for your uh, 
the demographic that you're in at the moment? Well, I guess um, having a background in TV and radio, they're two very obvious things that I can turn to to sort of smooth that 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 ramping on to a client who may not have ever dealt with those media before. But then I've got a background in press as well, enough to be able to smooth that on ramp as well. But my passion really lies in the digital realm. So you're talking uh, Google. Google ad, uh, SEO, uh, SEM, so Google ads, Facebook advertising, Facebook marketing, and all those new canvas things that are appearing in Facebook that are, are making it a lot easier for small businesses to be able to participate in the digital economy if they only knew how to do it. So when someone approaches your business, um, you're, it sounds like you don't just provide the final sort of solution. You, you also guide them with a little bit of uh, advice on on how to keep that sort of thing going and all of that sort of stuff. Does that sound yeah, right? the first thing I do is basically walk in there and give them an hour of my time, which is uh, can be a quite expensive thing for me to do, but I found it's worked out really well that people in regional areas they like to be able to sit down and talk with you. Emails are just just no you just don't do business by email you don't do business by phone unless it's just the initial contact but they want to sit down and have a coffee or a beer or a chat with you um, usually in their business because they're proud of their business and want to show you and part of that is going okay well here's a bunch of things i can do but first of all tell me what you want to do tell me about what it is you do because you know i might have a pre a preconceived idea of that business is completely and utterly wrong and if i walk in just with a bunch of packages i'm not actually in a mindset where i'm open to what they need or what they want yeah, yeah. for sure that's really interesting because that's like that's going back to the essence of of you know business to business relationships where you you know you can't fax a handshake you know like like, like they used to say cuz i think that's what's lost in a lot of um big city transactions yeah. Where it's just packages, churn, it's 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 a numbers game, it's a funnel. You, yeah, there's you, a lot of churn and burn out there. Yeah, you just tip stuff, tip people into the top of your funnel, disqualify the heck out of them, and then you're you know, the thing that drops at the bottom, those are your customers. You know, we get that so much here that it that you 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 we don't hear stories like yours too often, in my opinion. I think it's one of those reasons why some of the bigger marketing agencies don't get much of a penetration to regional areas. First of all, they consider it too hard for too little return. And secondly, because it involves just a little bit more on the ground people work. It's not, people are not wowed by PowerPoint presentations in regional areas. People are wowed by, it's that old, uh, it's an old proverb that nobody cares what you think. They only care, they only, they only think about how much you care. And if you show that you can care for them mm. and have some kind of desire to connect with them in a very real way, then you may not get any money out of them on that first visit. You may not get any money out of them on that third visit, but you may, you know, within six months' time, have them throw a card to 30 other people who suddenly land in your lap. I'm going to just jump in and say that I think you said throw your business card to 30 other people. Is that what you said? Yes. It just cut out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I just there was a big gap just there, and this is uh, this is an I'll, I'll just rather than going through the whole thing again, um, just for our listeners, I'll just say that this is the joys of the NBN. <laughs> well, that's it. I, um, yeah, we're both we're we're actually uh, allegedly on NBN in this studio as well. So do, do we get to blame Malcolm Turnbull yet? I don't know. We'll blame someone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Fibre to the node. Fibre to the node. <laughs> so, um, well, I, what I was going to say actually before was that it's it's more of a service industry. It's not more of a service industry, but that comes into it a lot. It's like like a lot of business is people are going to want to do 
business with people they get along with um and and providing service and and care and stuff is the way to get along with people i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah one of the really hard parts in in places like darwin is that we're so used to what we call um territory service um that whole nt is really for not today not tomorrow not tuesday not thursday it may never get done at all oh, um, is that is that what is that what they call it they call it territory service yeah, and there's territory time, so it'll happen in territory time. So, you know, you might be quoted, oh, yeah, I'll rock up and give you a quote on Tuesday. Meanwhile, three months later, somebody rocks up randomly and says, hey, I'm here for that quote. Oh, wow. We, it's just, uh, it's it's something that's endemic with, with a lot of regional areas where you don't have a lot of competition in certain sectors, um, particularly in the trades. They're, they're almost renowned for it everywhere, not just regional areas. Yeah. So, if you can provide that, if you can be that one agency or that one entity that does turn up on time, that does return calls when they say they will, that does deliver their material and emails when they say they will, you yeah. will stand out without even putting a, a whole lot of extra effort in. You just... <laughs> Do um, be who you are and do as you say you will do, and you will stand out in markets like Darwin, Townsville, Cairns, Alice Springs, Port Hedland, any of those areas. Sure. Hmm. So tell me a bit more about. Tell us a bit more about your customers. I mean, what are they? What 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 are they? You know, who they are and what do they? What do they really need? Yeah, so they vary from, I guess, at the top to the uh, the multiple Ford, Subaru, Porsche, and Audi dealership, right down to a uh, a local business coach who is just getting started out and, and has virtually zero budgets to work with. So there's there's things I can do for all of them. Um, I can I've been able to scale up, thankfully, to just be not just myself madly running around doing all this, but I have a, a team of six contractors who are all work at home mums, which oh, is. Cool. Um, the most underutilized workforce in this country is at-home mums. They are just brilliant, hardworking, uh, skilled up because they've come from corporate backgrounds and creative backgrounds and uh, all those backgrounds you need. And they are stoked to be able to work from home and be able to build, um, a, a, build a life, not right around their work, but build work around their lives. And it's just such a great market to tap into if, you, if you're an employer and looking to get a really good, solid, reliable workforce. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's it's an opportunity on both sides, really. It gives you a lot of diversity as well because you've got people coming to Darwin from everywhere. Most people in Darwin are from somewhere else, but particularly those who are with the military. They may have a husband who's here with the military. So the wife comes up with the kids and she's like, well, I could get some work, but you know, here's an opportunity for me to be somewhere where I don't have to do the same as I always do. Hey, how about I try and get an at-home job? They're very, very few and far between. So when I was actually putting a, when I put a message out on the local uh, jobs and buy, sell, swap groups on Facebook, I was absolutely inundated with people. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I bet you were. Um, and you were uh, probably the only one getting back to them as well, by the sounds of things. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the magic. And I've heard you guys mention this before. Um, systems like Trello, they just help to keep you running on time. Mm. They keep you running according to a schedule. And that's a massive reason um, for, for being able to get these things done on time, manage projects and get back to people when you say you do, is having a list there every day that tells you what you need to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine's way out of control at the moment. <laughs> Unfortunately, so it's like I've got a list of stuff to do. You run your life through Trello, Chris. I, I actually do. We were looking at this before. I've got like boards for everything. <laughs> Christmas presents. He's got a board for Christmas presents. Yeah, I got a board for Christmas present. What? A, what of it? 
I do similar things. I've got a software development board. I've got my my, my Clickstarter board. I've got my destroyed digital board where I communicate with you guys as well. So with only three cards there's boards that are popping up everywhere. I've got a Channel 10 board because I deal with them quite extensively in Darwin. And then I've got my local radio station board. So I've actually got them on board in in, in, in (laughs) communicating with each other through Trello. So together we are are helping the Trello revolution. And I hope the guys at Atlassian are hearing this so they can um, drop (laughs) old packages. Yeah, I've actually referred, um, I've got uh, some YouTube creator friends who um, I've got them onto Trello because mm. I've, got, I've got boards for, for my YouTube channel, my, um, my Oink digital YouTube channel, which I have just had no time for in the last year. But uh, there's a bunch of video ideas on there. It's really good because on your phone, you can just jump on. This episode is sponsored by. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> um, you can just. Is jump this on the your point where we say? Is this the point where we say? Uh, just go to trello.com forward slash destroy digital and you'll get a discount. Uh, one day, one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, so yeah, like it's it's such a good tool. Um, just out of curiosity, what what do you have any other tools that you like to use for uh, like? And this is way off the topic, but for like project mm. management and stuff like that, I'm interested to hear uh, what other people are using. I use Pro Workflow uh, for for my business for quoting and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, so uh, invoicing-wise, I got stuck on FreshBooks very early in my journey and have just never found the need to get off it. Yep. But at some point, I'm guessing I'll probably move across to something like Zero because my you know bookkeeper keeps telling me, oh, this FreshBooks thing is doing my head in. Can't you just use Zero <laughs> like everybody else? So at some point, I'm going to have to take the jump over and migrate to Zero. Yep. That's okay, though. Um, I've been really happy with FreshBooks. It's it's not expensive. Um, it's now at the point where I'm using their their, their highest possible plan because you know the, the client base has gone from, well, I guess I had five when I arrived in Darwin. I've got like 117 now. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's wow. grown a little bit out. Yeah. But the um, but I guess the other tools are for customer relationship management. I use a system called uh, Softfront. And okay. Softfront's a, a bit of an all-in-one. So it's got the customer relationship management. Then it's got the social media posting component as well. It's got my blog writing research tools that bring in all the RSS feeds from all over the place that I set. So then I've got something to post on social media or on a blog any day I choose to all in one system nice. and then it I've got a reputation management part of that as well which goes and makes sure that you know if I'm seeing mentions of what I'm doing anywhere on the internet then that flags and I can see that and see whether it's a potential client and then contact them directly respond to them in social media and through various review sites for everything from TripAdvisor which is really important to my tourism clients right down to Facebook Google my business and you know the usuals Twitter and yeah. Google Plus. I'd imagine you probably got a lot of uh, a, a lot of tourism uh, clients. That's something that like in Melbourne. I mean, there's there's tourism clients and stuff like that around, but you'd probably the percentage wise, you'd probably have a lot more up there. Yeah, absolutely. I found it really valuable to to be very well connected to the tourism industry here. There are a bunch of really good people. And being a small town with a small industry, you find that if you do one piece of good work for one major player in town, you are then referred on to everybody. So I have to say tourism is probably my biggest sector that I serve at the moment. And I've been developing specific programs and packaging 
just for them as well. Just to make sure though, if I've got three hotels, I've actually got four at the moment, that I'm not just delivering a package that goes, you are getting the same as they are, they are, they are, they are. It's very, very customized when I get into a period, when I get into a situation where I've got more than one entity in the one industry. Okay. So, okay. So here's just a quick nugget uh, that I'd like to extract, um, which is if you have let's just say three places that you need to be online for anyone in the tourism industry in Australia, what would those three major ones where you like, I mean, other than like Facebook and like that, but like tourism dedicated uh, channels uh, or platforms? Yeah. TripAdvisor is the biggest. Yeah. TripAdvisor is the biggest one. That's the one that they sit there at their desks and obsess over every day is where they sit on TripAdvisor with their reviews and ratings and where they sit on the position for the, for that city with what they do. Yeah. So that's something every one of them really focused heavily on. And okay. So, uh, tips for getting good reviews on TripAdvisor. Ask for them. So if you have a happy if you have happy people who are who are just checking out of your hotel, give them a card that gives them every bit of information they need to be able to do that. Or have an iPad at reception or something similar that makes it super simple for them to quickly just log in and put in a review. Uh, yeah, well that's 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 like the um the, the golden rule, isn't it? Don't ask, don't get. That's it. And don't feel like you're desperate you're being desperate for it. These mm. days we expect to get feedback cards on cafe tables. We expect well, to yeah. be sent emails to say, Hey, how did you do when you called Telstra and then waited for an hour and a half to get served? Yeah. That, that kind of thing is always coming up. We're we're trained to give feedback and we're also those of us who are probably a bit more um, digital oriented, we know that that's such a vital way for any company to learn how to do better what they may not be doing that well. So I really like the idea of having an iPad or something set up um, so that you can capture them right then and there. Mm. I think that's mm. uh, that sounds like it because when people often when people are left to their own devices, they're not going to do like they're not going to do the thing yeah. that you want them to do. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, another tool we use as a follow-up email once they've um, left their destination and headed back home yeah, is yeah. that a week later we go, hey, we hope you really enjoyed your stay in Darwin, not just making it about stay in our hotel in Darwin. So enjoyed your stay in Darwin. Hope you got to see some of the local sites. Um, here's a few places that we remember that you may have booked through us to go and visit. How about you go and, and let us know how you went with how, how they performed by leaving them a TripAdvisor review or rating. So therefore, you're helping out not just yourself, but your your, your wider industry and your destination. Really important for regional areas to, to, to try and work together in these things rather than just trying to sit there on their own and make um, make inroads in the digital world all on their own. Well, that's it. Yeah, well, so, all right. So I'm, I'm going to have to say thanks to the NBN to that one or, you know, at least 4G where... I guess with digital tools, even in the most um, you know rural areas, as long as you've got coverage, you can still get the, your feedback. You know, still have customer communications. You know, um, well, literally in their pocket, isn't it? That's that's the wonderful thing about the age that we live in, as far as marketing is concerned. Mm. That's it, and, and realizing as an agency that when you're setting these things up, that you don't, ha you cannot assume that people will know how to talk to somebody else on Skype. You cannot yeah. assume that someone knows how to use FaceTime. You have to often train people through the very basics of okay, to turn on your iPad, do this. You may become Apple support for that client just to get them across the line to set up an ongoing digital campaign with you. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I had a I had a vignette as a client a couple of years ago and we set up um, 
newsletter sign up uh you know um you know the mailchimp newsletter sign up api on the on an ipad yeah yeah as an agency exactly we bought the ipad set them up locked them down and then just handed them out to their point of sale people and uh and let them run it you know there's no mm. i mean yeah you're right i mean you have to i mean we're, we're the experts you have to physically hold them down and punch in their email address <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right and for some of us who um who, who are digitally native we don't really like leaving our fluorescent list basements uh, um, from our desks and our and our single origin coffee and stepping out and seeing a client most of the time because most of us are quite introverted naturally so if you you find that you struggle to do that sort of stuff, partner with people or bring on people, even contractors who are naturally more charismatic, who who can connect with people a lot better, train them how to do it. Uh, and then you've got, number one, a really good face of your company that doesn't rely on your you know eight-day growth and last night some massive uh, boss battle on World of Warcraft <laughs> all played all over your face. You've got the best face possible out there as well. Yeah, so um, I think I'm, I'm going to steer again more to the tourism side um, because I think that there's some there's some things to be explored. I'm curious of like some of the more underrated um, places that people don't expect to go that tend to give results for tourism based businesses. Yeah, so you got um, so Yelp is very underplayed in Australia, but very very heavy in the US. So a very popular system in the US, and getting a bit more popular in places like Sydney and Melbourne, and even on the Gold Coast. But it really hasn't touched. Darwin yet, but I've started to see a little bit more traffic starting to creep through there and a couple more of the hotels, more recent hotels here, start to ask for Yelp reviews as well, particularly from international travellers. So there's definitely that. Um, some of the other sales channels and, and areas you need to make sure that your profiles are really schmick and really well well um, polished is in all those different booking sites. So we're talking Hotels.com, Trivago, Booking.com, um, Expedia, all those have a profile on there for you where you can access your particular venue your tour or your hotel uh, through there so you need to make sure that that number one that if you have a brand and you and you know what your brand is and you've got a confidence in that brand that that's nice and consistent across all those booking platforms and to make sure that then the same message that's being put on one is going through them all so that's a really important place to be I find it interesting. Um, it's it's always a bit of a hurdle with um, booking platforms and stuff. Like um, I think, I, like having not worked too much with that sort of industry myself in terms of uh, websites and setting up uh, things for those types of clients. Uh, that's not my sort of area. Um, but with booking platforms, there are so many of them. How do you manage? Um, having your own uh your own services on so many of them at the same time there are some there are some products out there that will put that all into one aggregator so you can at least monitor what's going on there they're very hit and miss and don't particularly work well um when it comes down to it you've you've just got to have more of a more of a process where you go okay today I am going to booking.com and Trivago and then tomorrow I'm going to Expedia and hotels.com. So you know that you've got a procedure. It's just a process. Using something like Trello is awesome for this because you can set up with your Monday tasks, your Tuesday tasks, your Wednesday tasks in a board. For sure. Showing that these are the things you have to do and it helps you be a lot more more consistent. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing where most of these, especially smaller properties that are not managed by larger franchises or larger um, corporate entities, they they lose out because they're not consistent. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, we're going back to you know being a business owner means you're uh, you're the marketer as well in a lot of cases, you know, and this is part and parcel of a, of of your job, isn't it, to keep your business up and running. That's it. And and they don't know, often know who it is they call. Who It's not native to somebody who's worked in one industry all their lives to go, so who do I call to help me with this stuff? Yeah. And so I've made sure from my perspective that I've made sure that I am easily Googleable by these businesses as somebody to come and train them in these various platforms. Fantastic. All right. Um, I think that's a good, a good place to wrap it up. I'd like to, I'd like to thank Dante. Yeah, and I'd like to thank uh, Trello, BNBN, <laughs> TripAdvisor, and Trivago. <laughs> and Yelp, don't forget I'd definitely Yelp. like to thank the NBN for keeping that boss battle on uh, World of Warcraft last night going really strong till 2am. And the coffee that I'm drinking right now that's keeping me awake. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, Dante, do you want to give us a little plug for your for your business? Yeah, like... Uh, Clickstart is all about um, three things in, in marketing in general, whether it's, you know, digital or traditional, anything like that. It's all about getting known, helping a, helping a client to get known, helping a client to get found, which is equally as important. And then after that, you want to stay known. So get known, get found, stay known. That's my mantra for every kind of marketing, whether you're a big, small or, or gigantic corporation around the world. Yeah, it's a good way of looking at it. Um, all right. So thank you very much for listening and uh, thank you very much for coming with us to Darwin. I think you should stay tuned in the future for more Darwin episodes because Dante and, I, and us, I think we're, um, we're going to try and kick off a few uh, episodes. Yeah, some collaborations. I think, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dante, for coming on. And, uh, and let's see if we can uh, go to Cairns and Townsville and get this thing going around Australia. Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, And for our listeners, if you want to support the podcast, uh, you can jump on iTunes and give us a review, a good review. That's it. And if you've got a business that you want us to review, um, head down to our website at www.destroydigital.com.au. We we switched it up. We switched it up. Look at us. Look at us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thank you very much and go destroy something today. (laughs) 